tides. So, and that's why the... the Stevens. Stevens, you went quiet again. Are you still there? Uh, still here. Uh, go on. That's why the algae is so integral, Stevens, especially the collection of it in the empty shell. Now, uh, have you managed to analyze the data that I sent back from the sub? Sure, yeah. Uh, it was super interesting, actually. We've got yeah. chemical profiles on the fish species you sampled. Plenty of images to look through. Some of these substances are really exotic stuff. I gotta tell Yeah, yeah, okay, great. Uh, pull up an algae slide okay. and take a look at it for me. You see that large vacuole? At least three times the size proportionally as plant cells. So what I'm wondering is... Why so much space? <laughs> exactly. Well, the lunar winters here Sure, are... sure. Explains the hugely oversized lipid and carbohydrate storage, or stuff similar to that at least. I, I want to collect some samples to assess potential for biofuels usage. Why would you care about uh, Not for our use, necessarily, not yet. I I've been playing with some ideas. I'm, uh, I'm interested in what the first steps would be here. The first steps towards what? <sighs> Industrialization. I don't understand. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, can I talk to her for a minute? Oh, hey, Rob. Good Hi. to see you there. Oh, uh, sure, mm -hmm. just a... Uh... Ah, well, thanks, bud. First of all... What the hell, Fred? Oh, it's Jesus. nice to hear your voice too, Montague. Ah, cut the shit, Dr. Uris. What were you thinking? You, you could have been, I, I don't know, uh, devoured by, by aliens. Drowned. Smashed to pieces. Um... Second of all, what was it like? Yeah, in there? Huh? What? what? Was it, was, creepy, right? Was there goo? Like, lots of goo, right? Can you regale me with terrifying tales of the horrifying worm people oh of Robert! What? You can't just ask her what? about that. She's traumatized. Not that traumatized. There was, there was some goo. Not a Faith? lot. She's not ready to hush, talk about Hush, hush, hush. So, tentacles? Teeth? What's going on with all that? Really? Telepathy? Mm. I bet they have telepathy. They... Always no. have nope. telepathy. Watch no. out for that. All right, okay, what about do they have... No, Robert, no. Just, just no. Oh, come on. You're not... Anyways, Dr. Uris, uh, do you want to get back to... No, no, it's it's fine, actually. Do you think I could talk to Melissa just for a second, cool. please? Right. Yeah, sure, if that's yeah. what you want. I can go get her. Okay. All right, look, while he's doing that, Fred, I'm going to be serious with you for a moment. Are you ready for me to be serious, Dr. Uris? I can't wait. Great. Are you okay? Or really, are you okay? Um, I I'm as good as can be expected. I, I ended up taking my helmet off. The visor got cracked. <laughs> really? Look at you! You don't have to make it sound like Probably that. Probably chase a little sulfurous down there, huh? Which is fitting, because it's hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. What's it been? A, a week? Yeah, uh, about. <laughs> it feels like a day. Okay. A really, really long, very bad, no good, actually super, super shitty day. <laughs> but but it, it's not all bad, you know? 
uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah. I, I should have known you can't really observe from the outside and get a full scope of things, the sense of scale and, and connectedness. Uh, understanding comes from, I, I guess, realizing you can't view things mm. objectively, even as a scientist, even through a, a visor or a microscope. Or Don't worry, Winnie. We'll get you out of there before your mind goes completely. Don't call me Winnie. Hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm back. Here's Melissa. Hello, Doctor. Hello, Doctor. Are you feeling well? Other than the obvious existential despair and all that? Yeah, uh, so far. One swollen ankle and I haven't brushed my teeth in a while, so that's kind of gross. Mmm, yes, that sounds unpleasant. Uh, good. Sorry it's taken so long to get to you. I've done my best, but there are all sorts of variables in a system like this. Yeah. I've got asteroids to steer around, multiple intersecting gravity worlds to chart. You know, even my prodigious abilities have not been able to speed it up. <laughs> I have the utmost confidence in you. Thanks. And I'd rather wait a little longer than come back to a starship full of meteor holes. Uh, who's piloting the dropship? I am, of course. <laughs> you? What, you couldn't convince Ericsson to do it? Unfortunately, I can't trust her with something this delicate. Delicate? What, the landing? No, you. I remember you fainting during atmospheric entry. Oh, come on. You'll need a smoother ride back up. Are you just going to hold that over me forever? Forever. Oh, God. If you say so, Doctor. And you say you took your helmet off. (sighs) Yes, Captain, it happened. I actually had little choice in the matter. You are aware of the TELUS initiative protocols on the matter. Acutely, sir, and normally I'd be their strongest proponent. I'm sure you have extensive knowledge of the incident at Fomohot. These protocols come from bitter experience, not theory or whim. Life is... Life is too valuable. To let that happen again here. Like I said, I fully understand. The same won't happen here. The ecosystem isn't nearly as precariously balanced or as young. I I doubt we would be able to eradicate it even if we tried. I trust your professional judgment on the matter. Remember, we're cultivating future lucrative research ventures and molecular resources. Entirely new approaches to chemistry and bioengineering are waiting on that planet. Don't put them at risk. Yes, sir. Quit calling me that. We know each other too well after being stuck together on this ship. (laughs) Hell, I know some of you far too well. That Montague, for example. You've had problems with him, too? Bastard spends all day drilling meteorites in the glove box, of course. I like to pop in unexpectedly and make sure he's not taking them out. Still, every single day, dust in the filters. I have no idea where it comes from. All in his beard, too. I thought he was just going gray. (laughs) How are you holding up? Uh, not well, really. Uh, I'm physically worn out. The day cycles climbing, the bruises turning to pile on top of bruises. Uh, Mentally, I'm okay. Just tired and isolated. But I'll, I'll be fine until pickup. Great. Can't wait to get you back here safe. I have to say, not your fault. But this whole thing has been a massive headache. I've been back and forth with the initiative on the quantum communicator. They're pushing to keep on schedule with the mineral survey. There are a lot of moving pieces in this mission, Fred. Big, moon-sized moving pieces. 
And I'm just a small moving piece. An important one, but yes. Biggest concern? We're burning up fuel maintaining this orbit. We'll have to collect more hydrogen on our way to Juturna. Luckily, we'll pass through the rings on our way there. Uh, what's the big deal about that sterile rock? That sterile rock is 80% iron nickel ore and covered with hydrocarbon licks. Raw material for stations, ships, colonies, research outposts. To make this system a base of operations to explore this region of space. Once we drop the Von Neumann factory- Uh, we'll... Captain Ricketts, can you put Stevens on just really quick? What, are you in danger? Uh, no, 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 I just need to talk to him for a second. Fine. I feel dismissed. Uh, sure, great science stuff, you know, it's just really important, just one second. I see. Dr. Yuris? What's up? Oh my god, finally. Okay, so did you hear the transmissions I made about the big thing that I'd seen around the shelves? Uh, no? I must have missed that one. You were pretty spotty there for a while. Okay, well, basically, there's a whale-sized creature that swims in here sometimes and interacts with the shells. I, I didn't get a good look at it before, but now I see three of them. Isn't it low tide at your location? How'd they get there? Well, it's kind of complicated, but, uh... Um... Are they air-breathing? How big are they, exactly? Do you think you'll be able to get close to one, or...? Uh, okay, slow down. One second. They must have come in with the tide, but I didn't notice them before. They're big, about orca-sized, but rounder. Uh, coloring is tan, like the big shells, but it's shinier. They're... Well, they're kind of like sea urchins, lots of protruding spikes. They're immobile, stuck in the stand. <sighs> kind of like getting burrs stuck in your clothes, you know what I mean? Huh. Well, I imagine beaching happens there, too. Maybe more often. Waves and magnetoreception could be behind it with the strength of the magnetic fields we've encountered, which can be unpredictable. No, no, these these aren't beached. I, I don't think... Uh, there's steam or something coming out of them, not like breathing, though. Going to try to get close? <sighs> I would, but they're a little bit far away, and I'm not certain that's a good idea. I, I do want to see them up close, though, to see if they're dead or not. Might be dormant. <sighs> that's probably it. Then they move when the tide comes in, but that's a long time to wait and very little time to travel through high water. Yeah. I have all your notes from the sub on ocean creatures. I can add this to them while I'm going through and organizing everything. Okay, yeah, thanks. Uh, This one feels different somehow, though. Most of the other life here is radially symmetric with a forward-facing mouth, but these don't have anything like that, so either it's vertical, like a sea urchin, or it's a shell, or or both? I'm just, I'm getting these weird vibes off of it. What do you mean, weird hey. vibes? What are you nerds talking about? Huh? Come on. <sighs> we're, we're just going over some observations, okay? Oh, good. And Fred's getting weird vibes about the aliens. <gasps> Don't... Feelings? Oh, Winnie, I think it's great you're immersing yourself with your work down there, but if you're getting any Captain Kirk ideas, I really okay, don't recommend Okay, yep, nope, haha, very that. funny. I'm more of a Picard fan, uh, anyway. I guess if that's what you like, you know. But he's a little dry for me, you know? Little... Of course he is. I'm more Cisco myself. DS9, <sighs> my jam. Oh, God. oh, my God. Stevens, Stevens, oh, dear boy. Uh, who hurt you? Hey, it's a vastly underrated series with the oh most cohesive storyline But to compare it to the original series is, like, fucking insane. Oh my no god, anyway, right nerds, 
The feeling I'm getting here is more of one of, you know, impending doom. Uh, 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 wait a minute, Fred. You're, you're gonna you're gonna hear hear this. Uh, doc, Doctor Wang. Really? Yes, I'm a little busy. Star Trek Captain. Janeway. That should be obvious. Now, what in the world uh-huh. could you Thanks. be? Hear that? Of course. Uh, so, uh, Doctor, what are they doing now? Trying to change the subject. Okay. Who, who's doing what now? <sighs> Nothing really. No oh, come changes. on! I want to help. They're just, they're just waiting, exposed, stranded, helpless. Uh, mm. Feels familiar. Considered they might be the same as the shells, a sessile polyp phase and a mobile adult phase, like jellyfish. You said they were the same color and came right in near them. Jellyfish do what again? Did someone just break that down for me? In fact. The snailians could Am I just not be a juvenile yeah. form, no. a sort of larva. Did you just say snailian? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you call them snailians? That's yeah. fucking cool. Snailians. 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 No, it is not cool, Robert. We're not portmanteauing my scientific discovery, dude. Stephen, what is wrong with you calling them snailians? Wait, what? You what? Yeah. Uh huh. <sighs> Okay, but going off of your theory just for a second, that's possible, I guess, but the things I saw in that shell, they weren't natural. Uh, Well, natural is a a Um, matter of... A matter of perception, I know. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll let you know if anything changes. I just wanted to update you. Sure thing, Yeah. We got you covered up here. (sighs) Yeah, I'm sure you do. Okay, yeah, great. I'm going to call them snailians. I don't care what she says. No, I think you should call them snailians, and I thought that was a great... Oh, she's still in line. We'll be coming into position soon. It'll probably be about an hour before we can attempt an atmospheric entry. So, how is everything down there? Anything I should be worried about? No, you know, same old, same old. The sun is getting hotter now that I have my helmet off, so... You should have brought a hat. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks, Mom. Oh, actually, you know what? I bet I can actually make one. (laughs) Oh, I am so glad you cannot see this. Oh, I am sure it's amazing. But if it gets too hot, just suck it up and put the helmet back on. But then I can't see anything. Well, what is there to see? Plenty. I actually, I just found this sort of growth underneath one of these rocks. Kind of like moss or mold, I guess. I'm trying to... Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Uh, The roots actually go really deep into the rock, kind of eating away at it and leaving these patterns. It's holding on really tight. Uh, Oh. uh. What? What happened? When when I took it out of the shade, it shriveled up. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's fine. I, I shouldn't have messed with it anyway. That sort of thing can take years to grow back, you know? Anyway, uh... What's your theory on the big spiky lumps? Right, those. Um, well, you said there's smoke. Yeah, but it stopped a little while ago. Well, it could have been releasing steam to regulate its internal temperature. Maybe moving builds up heat? No, no, it wasn't steam. It was, it was too dark for that. Well, do you know how a diesel electric submarine works? No, Melissa. I'm a xenobiologist. I don't know how diesel subs work. All right. A diesel sub has to surface to run its diesel engine and charge its battery. To move submerged, it uses the battery. If I wanted to design something to move across the tidal zone, I'd want a vessel that can make the best use of the downtime between waves. Charging a battery would be a 
Good use of that time. Granted, I'd also put some wheels on it, but maybe I don't know about wheels or moving across dry land in general, so it doesn't occur to me. It's an animal. It's it's not something designed. For all we know, it could operate on similar principles to an engine, but still be biological. It's not impossible. I think it's very improbable. Consider how many times animals on Earth naturally evolved combustion as opposed to invented it. Then consider how difficult it would be to evolve fire on a water world. But not impossible. Respiration is basically slow combustion, in a matter of speaking, just with a lot of chemical steps on the way. If you say so. Well, what's your theory then, xenobiologist? Well, I... Well, it it occurred to me, too, that it's something built instead of something alive. Ah. I know, I know. Don't start... The big question is, what would you expect to find if you opened one of them up? I have no clue. It could be mermaids. I seriously it be... doubt it. it. Well, listen, it might be. It, it could also be those those birds at the controls. Or, or it could just be an enormous relative of the Snailians, and it was never a submarine at all. You know, that's what interests me about alien intelligence, though. Not all the biology and how their bodies work. No offense. I want to know what they would make, and why, and how. I I don't see why that's at all important. Of course you don't. Lots of animals make things. Termites make extremely complicated things, and beavers change entire landscapes. I don't think it'd be easy to tell the difference between something intelligently created, or instinctive behavior, and especially with no frame of reference on an alien planet. You know, that's a pretty bleak outlook you've got there. It's a pretty bleak place. Do you really think that? No, I, I guess not. But even so, I want to leave here just immediately. I hear you. But don't worry, you're in good hands. Isn't that right, Robert? Ah, that's oh right. Uh, me and Erickson will be acting as mission control, guiding her in. We're still prepping, Dr. Wang, but you want to head down to the shuttle bay? All right, just a second. We'll be in contact. Are you nervous? <sighs> Not much, just the kind of rational amount. Well, good. You should be nervous. These things always have risks. I'll try my hardest not to land directly on top of you. That would just about be appropriate with the kind of week that I've had. Oh, ha ha. Well, um, I better go. See you very soon. Yeah, sure. Ground control to Dr. Wang. Is everything okay? Doctor? Is everything okay? Yes, ah, yes. Good. All systems are a go on my end. Reverse thrusters just warming up. Mm. It'll be a few minutes. Yeah, I should have brought some music or something. What would be um what would be appropriate for this occasion, uh, Robert? Gee, I don't know. Uh Yeah, for some Major Tom? We could do that. Or or if you like, we could do Ride of the Valkyries. I think I have my trumpet around here. Oh so- no, no, no. Still can't believe they let you bring that into space. (laughs) Well, obviously, they thought we'd need the entertainment. I mean, it's fucking boring up here. They didn't know that modern rock music would have ruined everyone on this ship's appreciation for the nuances of classic jazz. And I'd like modern rock music and all. Well, more classic stuff. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You're just not nearly as good as you think, Montague. Well, that is some shit, isn't it? Like I said... There's absolutely no appreciation for my work up here. Oh, uh, we've got some, uh, 
weather moving in. E- Erickson, uh, uh, give me that uh, readout. Sensors are showing magnetic interference charged particles impacting the hull. Uh, Melissa, uh, how are your systems doing? Uh, um, I'm showing small system malfunctions. I can still go, but I have to go now or I'll miss the window. Montague, are you ready on your end? No, our telemetry is all screwed up. Uh, we can't get a good lock on the beacon signal. I can't just drop you down there blind. We might have to hold off. Wait, what's that? My palm isn't working. R- Robert? We're right Robert. in the middle of hey. it. God, God you, damn it. What the... Okay, yeah? Melissa, can you hear me? Oh, right, yes. Do you think you can pilot this thing down without guidance? Yes, I think so. All right. Uh, well, think fast. It's going to happen. I'm going to uncouple the docking clamps and... Ah! Fuck. What happened? Safety protocols. I can't do it from here. For God's sake, Robert. Drop the damn shuttle. We are not delaying this. We are going to go get her now. I'll have to... I'll, I'll come down there and do it manually. We don't have a lot of time. Ugh. I only remember what half of these wires do. Listen, you can do it. Slowly and methodically. It's not hard, it's just circuitry. Yeah. You've got this. Thanks. There's... Ah! Shit! That okay. wasn't it? Fuck. Montague. Montague, this is Riquette. Come in, Montague. Yeah, uh, what? Uh, I'm kind of busy. Are you in the docking bay still? That is an affirmative. Trying to get the damn dropship to, you know, you know, drop. I'm talking to engineering. We've got massive system malfunctions. Power surges all over the place. We're calling off the launch. We have to steer out of this storm now. No, we're most certainly not calling it off. She's been down there for a week. This is our window. We won't get another one of those for for who knows how long. Robert, I understand. But if you release that ship, Melissa will be falling with no sensors, no navigation. She could end up as a crater on that moon, or she'll land a hundred miles away. Captain, I'm sorry to inform you that this is happening. I can do this. Dr. Wang, you're our senior navigations officer as well as our lead astrophysicist. I can't let you aren't letting me do anything. Riquette, if you're not helping, get off the channel. <laughs> we can handle this ourselves. Jesus, it's like you don't even. Robert? Montague. Robert. You copy? Robert, are you Montague. Right? Robert! Come in, Montague. Robert. Tides was written by Jesse Shushu and directed by Jesse Shushu and Ayla Taylor. It was produced by Ayla Taylor and edited by Bridge Gein. The voice of Dr. Yuris is Julia Shafini. Dr. Victor Stevens was voiced by Jordan Higgs. Dr. Robert Montague is James Oliva. Dr. Melissa Wang is Emily Wong. And Captain Ed Ricketts is Zach Labresco. Special thanks to Sarah Durst for designing our cover art. You can find us online at our website, tidespodcast.com, and follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at Tides Podcast. 
If you like our show and would like to help us keep making it, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash tidespodcast. We are nearly halfway to our goal for making mini episodes, so if you want to hear some explorations of these characters, please consider supporting us. Special thanks again to Abysme for their particularly generous contribution. As always, thank you so much for listening. This month, we would like to recommend another great show that you should be listening to. Marsfall is a science fiction story about the early colonists on Mars, but they wake up from cryosleep and things are not exactly what they expected. Tensions run high as the colonists start to unravel the mysteries of the Red Planet. You can listen to Marsfall wherever you listen to this podcast. And now... Hello, this is Dr. Melissa Wang, and this is a space fact. So go, go to your window and look at the sky. You won't see any stars because it's daytime and you should have been at work hours ago.